you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. Stop it from looping. Right here at YouTube.com. Stop it. Forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. I put that together this morning, man. I wanted people just to see it and consume it. No. It's going to be gone by next week. I've been doing it on a news brief on a day that I know it's going to be like a heavy news brief day. Uh, in the morning, I open up my After Effects file, swap out some pictures to make it timely, man. Topical, I understand Topical. that. Topical, but it's 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 the the I'm afraid to tell you that the news brief intro is disposable, like a used tissue. Oh, used tissue. You right? run it once, done. Huh? We yeah. need to see it ad nauseum. Oh, you clean yourself up. Well, I cut my hair. Well Whether done. I'm clean or not is up for debate. <laughs> well, you always the, the visage, the, the the illusion is that you're dirty when your your hair is all out and you know dirty, yeah, yeah, kind of gross. Wow, Joshua mm. Martinez. Okay, here we go. Your Joshua. true feelings. I, I I feel like I'm finally getting them. So we're gonna get twelve dollars off Joshua you Martinez find today. Find me vile and repugnant. Okay. Did you see Joshua Martinez uh, secret mod chat? I did. Chat? I did. How he's gonna drop us twelve super chats. Because he needs 12 transactions on his credit card to get some sort of benefit. I forgot what it was. All right. To activate like a free, I don't know, something. So 12. So at least, Josh, if you're going to do that, the dynamic night. Yes. Uh, like, you know, give us some questions or something. Yeah. Or not. Get I don't some, care. Get some value out of your investment. I'm not going to tell him what to do. No, absolutely not. He's great. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Like, so typically, like, we had originally, when the whole schedule shift happened with AEW and NXT and stuff, the idea was we'd come in Wednesdays. Do a short news brief. Yeah. Not live. No need to do that. But then seemingly every Wednesday, we come in and something's happened. Yeah, man. So Fate is intervening the last few weeks to prevent us from doing actual news briefs and right. actually doing full-on this podcasts. Is a, this is a news beef, baby. Yeah, there's a lot going on. What's in the news? Oh, Everybody knows what's in the news, yeah. man. Ooh. Hot. Hot. It only really seemed like a matter of time till Jim Cornette really said something stupid on NWA Power. He's been on the verge of it for the last it's three so weeks. So close, so dang close. I mentioned it last week. <laughs> yeah. Said something he shouldn't have said. Yeah. Um, and then like I don't know, like his the 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 phrase he uses for a sneak attack has been like every episode of Power. He's, he calls it like a Pearl Harbor. Yeah, or something, that doesn't right? seem appropriate. Yeah, um, it's, it's funny because that was like seventy years ago, but still. It's a little, I mean, it's, it'd be, yeah, it's, you know, touchy subject. <laughs> but, Pearl Harbor. But our wait is over. He says something really stupid. <laughs> On this week's episode oh, of Power, boy. there is a match between Trevor Murdoch. Oh, by Murdoch. the way, yeah, the, the, the title of the episode is Jim Cornette resigns from NWA. Not resigns. No, there's a dash in resigns. <laughs> uh, there's a match between Trevor Murdoch and Nick Aldis, and he just says something that's completely inappropriate. Oh, Horribly God. offensive. Yeah. And uh, rightly, internet brought, brought it up and was like, hey, this ain't cool. Um, how did you made air in the first place? I don't know. This isn't airing live. This was shot weeks ago. 
I think I think we're into months territory yeah. at this point, aren't we? I yeah, think we're, they, we're they into months. Territory. Everything up to the pay per view, which is a month from now, basically. So I, I know how this I know this how how this happened, dude. Because I can I can speak personally. Although having Jim Cornette there, you would think they'd have an extra ear for detail. Yeah, if 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 you're aware of Jim Cornette's work, you know, you know he has a penchant and a, a propensity to saying ridiculous, stupid it's, stuff. I, so a friendo reached out to me today on through my DMs and said, how do you think this happened? Who is Johnny, Johnny effing cliche? Uh, and uh, and I, sa- I said this. He said, how do you think this happens? I said, uh, because in, in our careers, you know, we've had to quality check stuff. Yeah. And I'm terrible at it. Because I just assume that things are done right. And then when I'm watching stuff over, I get easily distracted because I don't like to watch things back. This smacks to me of two things. Number one, laziness that somebody didn't catch this. They just took for granted that, oh, it's probably fine. They were probably dicking around doing something else, maybe trying to multitask while they were uh, uh, quality checking this piece of uh, of TV or of, of YouTube video that went out. Mm-hmm. And also... Lack of representation at the editing bay, perhaps if somebody is more attuned to this kind of thing, if they've dealt with these kind of comments in a negative way in their life that might impact them, um, they'll probably be more attuned to to hearing this and being like, whoa, hold on a second, Um, as opposed to somebody who is who doesn't have to deal with this stuff in their daily life. Um, It's just going to go over their heads and they're not going to be even if they're even if they're busy doing something else. Now, you are much more detail-oriented than I am in general. You've always been a much better quality checker than me, so this could have flown past me. I, I would hope not. No, this wouldn't have flown past you. I don't know. I get really distracted. I didn't, I'll be, I didn't notice it last night while I was watching. I wasn't because I was doing something. I was editing the intro for the, the thing that we're doing. I was busy doing that and sort of checking in on power every couple seconds. I didn't notice it, but then I saw it in there. I was like, whoa, how did I not notice that? Because the match was like less than like a five-minute match, the, oh, yeah. the all this yeah. uh, Trevor Murdoch one. Yeah. Um, I think it's also, I think it's laziness, and I think it's lack of representation. That's what I think it's it is. It's entirely possible. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, we said, we've talked about countless times in various fields, in various uh, instances where uh, things happen just because people uh, aren't very good at their jobs, too. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case may be, um, it was well within NWA's power to make sure this didn't get out there. Yeah. And whatever happened that allowed it to get out there, yeah. I hope is correct. And they they say that in a statement later on. So, anyways, I'm sorry, I, I sort of skipped ahead. What happened, Larson? Um, so after the episode went up, uh, NWA executive producer Dave Lagana tweeted, "Quote on tonight's episode of NWA Power airing on November 19th, 2019, one of our talents made comments which some viewers found offensive. We deeply regret the error and apologize. We have taken the program down, or we correct this error." Uh, later, NWA's champion, Nick Aldis, commented on, commented on the situation, saying, quote, I'm sorry for the inappropriate remarks. I'm glad to see they have been promptly edited out. I hope this is the first and last time an episode of NWA Power is overshadowed by something like this. Um, he also added, quote, this is in no way speaking on behalf of the NWA. I'm, I'm absolutely just speaking for myself. I thought the comment was in poor taste and unnecessary. I totally understand why it caused Maine to be upset. It was a lack of judgment or sensitivity. I have worked really, I've worked really hard along with many others in this team to make this brand mean something again. And this is not how I want the NWA to be trending. And then this morning, the NWA announced Cornette's resignation 
Their statement reads as follows, quote, effective immediately, Jim Cornette has resigned from the National Wrestling Alliance. As announcer on the November 19th edition of NWA Power, Jim made remarks during a singles match between Nick Aldis and Trevor Murdoch that were both offensive and do not meet the high standards of decency and good faith of the National Wrestling Alliance. To ensure that such an error can never happen again, we've established new procedures uh, of review for all NWA programming going forward. We sincerely regret our failure in this regard. Uh, the only comment we've seen from Cornette since last night came from his Twitter. He said, quote, Morning, everybody. Any, and heard any good jokes lately? This coming Friday's Jim Cornette experience, wherever you find your favorite podcast, is liable to be a good one if you like hearing stupid people told what they can do with their stu- stupidity. Maybe we should tell, tell Cornette what he can do with his stupidity. Uh, so for those who are curious... I'll just say what he said. All right. Because, I mean, you know, we sort of skipped over that part. Um, During a Nick Aldis Trevor Murdoch match, Cornette said this of uh, Trevor Murdoch. Because here's the thing there seems to be, and I I would like to take this as, as a teaching opportunity for some people, there seems to be among some people some ambiguity as to whether or not this was a racist comment, which is shocking to me. But, but not everybody is in their 40s. (laughs) <laughs> like we have lived through some stuff. Um, not everybody is exposed to life the way that many other people are. I understand. They that. might not understand. Okay. Um, the comment is this about Trevor Murdoch. He's the only man I've ever known that can strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. If you don't understand that that is totally a racist thing to say, then you might need to do a little research. Yeah, do some reading. And uh, and, 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 and educate yourself. Yes. Because that is totally even. Here's the thing. I had two people try to tell me it wasn't a racist joke. He was talking about Ethiopia, which, by the way, is totally inappropriate also. It totally is. My God. Um, and this is the thing. It's not. I don't get when people say. I mean, I understand. I, I understand. That there is a mindset out there that, oh, outrage culture is out of control. People are too sensitive. No, man. It's just, I think one thing about social media these days is that it opens up, uh, uh, it opens up the education of experience to people. Like, well, in theory, it, it, it should. Yes. Well, that, that for, for people can use it that yes, way. Yes, totally. It, it, and, it and can allow them yeah. to, it could be a viewpoint to other people's uh, ways of life, cultures, points of view. And in theory, it'd be great if, if we could experience all this and be co- become more uh, empathetic yeah. human beings. It's like, oh, I understand why saying certain things probably The problem is, not is great. people tend to find their own echo chambers yeah, they and exist do, yeah. in those echo chambers rather than reaching out and, 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 and seek out other viewpoints. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, it's, it's the, the, the internet, if you will, is a double-edged sword in that, re- in that regard because we have the wealth of human knowledge at our fingertips. Yeah, totally. We can, we can, we can communicate with anybody at any po- basically any point in the world and get a window into what their experience is like. Yeah. At the same time, you can go on the darkest, deepest, worst depths of the internet and find people who agree with the same bonkers, insane stuff that you do. Yeah. And it's validates and it validates whatever yeah. crazy thoughts you might have. In yeah. Your head. They view Some people view, uh, like, Oh, the, the experience that other people have, uh, instead of saying, Oh, this is why I should probably respect other people's, you know, viewpoints. They view it as an attack. Because, oh, my God, now I have to, you know, people say I, I need to be, I need to just be cool as opposed to I. But then you see, you know, a guy like Cornette, 
by the way, it's it's smart business for him, for him, for his personal brand now to resign from NWA because he probably makes a lot more money off of his podcast where he can be king of his kingdom. He could be on the throne and he's got all of his apologists and all of his defenders yeah. and they're saying, well, he's not racist. How could it be racist? This was no, this was just a silly joke. It was just a silly joke. Well, dude, no, man, this is, there's no place for that anymore. There just isn't. There isn't. There isn't. There isn't. So it totally is. It totally is a racist joke. And if you can't understand why you just, you just research it. Mm-hmm. Just look it up. Just open your, my, my, I, my suggestion is open your mind to other people's experiences do some research, do some reading. I'm not going to sit here and explain it to you. Yeah. Um, but it totally is. It totally is. Um, it totally is. So, uh, so yeah. And evidently, here's the thing. I was actually, I was somewhat disappointed that he was booted off the show simply because I would have much preferred this be some sort of coming to God moment. You know, like he says, man, maybe I need to dial this back. Maybe this isn't good for the business. Maybe the, this kind of rhetoric is not solid. I know that's that, that too would, much to ask. That would take a level of self-reflection from Jim Cornette. I don't think he's capable. He of, obviously doesn't he, have. If his response on Twitter is any indication, no, he's, he's learned zero. He's learned absolutely nothing. He's been bolstered by this. And I think the problem is, is he has a number of apologists, people that will back him up regardless. Yeah. That, like, the, the, like from a financial perspective, there's really no reason for him to zero. back it up because. He can say ridiculous stuff like this and people be like, oh, no, it's fine. Cornette's fine. And in fact, he's risking some financial loss if he does apologize and says, man, maybe I shouldn't have said this. Because then those people who are apologists for him might actually backlash and say, whoa, now you're succumbing to cancel culture. You know, and, you know, I don't want to I don't want to partake in that. So I'm going to go find some other guy who's espousing the kind of viewpoints that I want to, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's 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 a shame. I was really I was really sad that it didn't turn into like a learning moment for a lot of people. Instead, you know, he resigned. We could hope that maybe it it has turned to a learning moment for some people. I just don't think one of those people is going to be Jim Cornette. Yeah, probably right. You're probably right. He he is set in his ways, and uh, the times are passing him by. Uh, real quick here in Discord, Arma asks top five people to replace the old man. My number one choice, Brian Zane. That's a great choice. How great. That'd be great. And I don't know. I have no idea if Brian would even want this. But you and I are both big fans of the guy. We oh, consider him great. a friend. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I became a we became a page, uh, patron of Wrestling With Regret just over the past couple of days because he has a video about Jim Cornette blocking him a couple of days ago. Yeah. I think he's going to go through and re-edit that. I read a tweet of his. I think he's going to go through and re-edit it to sort of add this right here to make it more topical. I don't know when it's going up, but uh, but you can catch the early version of it. I yeah. think it might still be up. I'm not sure if the early version is still up, but uh, but he's got a really terrific take on uh, on on Cornette. Um, while while we are on the topic, there's several uh, comments here we can uh, discuss. Sure. Um, uh, Michael Bullet, damn Jim Cornette, can't believe that got through. He seems like the kind of guy that smells like train smoke and old bus seats. <laughs> uh, man of cost and sorrow, having Cornette as a commentator is like having a loaded gun pointing at your foot. You know eventually it's going to go off and you will be in pain. Um, Trace Saunders, I guess Cornette fell into the fire lull. I'm sorry, Cornette fell into what? Fell into the fire. Into the fire. Oh, Joshua Martinez using one of his uh, tr- necessary transactions <laughs> to say that Jim Cornette is poop. Hey, remember, uh, Josh. Okay, good. He's doing a couple more because 
if you do, if he thinks he's going to do 12 $1 transactions, maybe it was just 12 transactions in total. I noticed it said 99 cents. I don't want him to get shorted by 12 cents. Yes, yes totally. Anyway, sorry. Uh, uh, draft House Games, happy he is gone. Same here. Uh, Michael Bullet, yes, I'm black. That ish was racist. Uh, definitely was. There's, uh, I think you missed one uh, from Vic Holland. Oh, I was just trying. I was just going through the ones that. Were oh, applicable. the ones that were that was Jermaine. Yeah. Okay, Vic, we'll get to yours. We'll later. get to yours, Vic. We'll get to yours later. Um. So yeah, who else? Oh, obviously, of course, Burl and Jesse. Yeah. Uh, the, the NWA. Oh, not about Jesse, man. <laughs> it's just a matter of time for Jesse before he resigns. He's probably already resigned from many commentating jobs. <laughs> oh man. Uh. So so yeah. Anyways, and even so, also I'm gonna I'm gonna link this to our uh, to our YouTube uh, community tab, but our good friends over at Busted Wide Open yeah. podcast, which by the way we need to start promoting them more because they need more. Yeah, they're it's, great. It's a shame that they don't have more views and more mm-hmm, subs. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can help them get there in yeah, the new definitely, year. Definitely do some collaborations with them. Totally. Ian's been a friend of ours for over twenty years yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, and and just a terrific a couple of terrific minds. Yep. He found something about David Lagana, the president of NWA, that was also pretty troubling, uh, retweeting some white nationalist type uh, tweets. So I don't know what's going on over there. I have no idea what's going on over there. But the bottom line is it ain't conducive. And it's not conducive to growing the NWA as a business. No. You're just gonna you're just gonna run people off. Yep. And there's they have a terrific roster. They have a the issue uh, is that should uh, NWA's business dealings, whatever respect, whether it be hiring Cornette, not editing stuff out, anything else, uh, people who are going to suffer the most from whatever backlash occurs is, is going to be the talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The talent who, yeah. by and large, probably has nothing to do right. with all that stuff. Yes. And that's what's really the They're bummer. They're there to work. I and, know. And it is such a, it's such a fun environment to watch on camera mm-hmm. they seem like they're having an absolute blast mm-hmm. and they all seem like all this seems like a real swell guy you mm-hmm. know he really does like they all seem like they're having a lot of fun um i really love the roster i really love the product um it's just man i mean if 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 the top of the company if the top part of the company has some issues has some issues then i don't i don't know what to do man i yeah, don't know i know i don't know i know i know uh, let's talk about something a little more fun. CM Punk, he made his debut on WB Backstage last night. Wow. I had a big old smile on he my was, face. That was a ton of fun, Every man. time he was on camera. Absolute ton of fun. Well, that was like basically the entire show. I know. It was a blast. Um, let's go through some of the highlights here. Uh, Renee, of course, uh, asked him, hey, you going to wrestle again? Yeah. That was, and yeah. the paraphrase's answer was never say never. Um, mm-hmm. he, uh, he said it's not something he's pursuing or interested in, but he's old enough to realize he can't really say no definitively. But he did add, uh, there's a lot of issues between himself and WB still. It would take a lot of time and energy to mend those fences. And he realized said, it could take forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure AEW probably threw a ton of money at him, or at least said they would via text, whatever the case may be. Or at a coffee sit-down. Yeah, so if it's a matter of of a, 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 a dollar amount necessary to get him back in the ring, obviously... WB could pay way more, mm-hmm. but I'm guessing AEW offered them a lot. I don't, you know, you're probably right. They probably did, but here's the thing. Tony Khan's obviously a very smart person. He has a budget 
I oh, know, yeah. I know yeah. he is the son of a billionaire, yeah. but he has, this is a business, he has a budget, and something tells me the dollar amount that would have been necessary to get CM Punk, especially compared to what Punk understands the WWE will eventually offer him, is probably way above oh, obviously. what he would, what, what Khan would offer out of the talent budget. And there, I mean, there's, there, there is going to be a tipping point and Punk's price, I would, I'm just speculating here, was probably far beyond that. And kudos to Tony Khan for not, you know, going outside of whatever his budget is. If that were the case, yeah. He understands, look, we got to the dance with a certain core group of guys. We have added to that group. If we can get a good deal out of somebody else, that can be a tipping point. Great. Um, if the deal is going to break the budget, he's not going to be Ted Turner. He's not no. going to do that. Also, I mean, I, I, I wonder too that uh, with Punk, if part of his uh, uh, asking price is A, specific to WWE, and B, that would be the money required for him to uh, look past some issues he has with the company. Right, yeah. Which he yeah. brought up. In, in it, honestly, last night talking yeah. about how uh, it was great when he called the the Corbin uh, big dog mascot segment garbage at least twice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and then uh, leaned over to Paige and asked her if the blue Universal title looked silly to her. <laughs> he said yeah. it's silly, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, he wasn't really pulling any punches. He was asked what he thought of the current product, and uh, he said uh, all the women's stuff is great. Um, and then uh, he really praised NXT and NXT. Yeah. He said, if I were wrestling, essentially if I were wrestling now, that would be what I'd pretty much be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it was, it was, he seemed like he was having, he seemed like a guy who was, um, one of the more interesting questions, like the first thing Renee asked him when they had their sit down was what brought you here? Mm -hmm. And he just said, you know, I'm at a place where I was offered it. Uh, I don't have to deal with any of the uh, the backstage shenanigans, the politics, the being told not what to say, being told not what to do. I don't have to deal with any of the WWE stuff. I'm a Fox employee. And uh, and he said when it was first offered to me, my immediate instinct wasn't to say no outright. And he said because of that, I started to think to myself, okay, well, I didn't immediately think no. So where am I on that? And that led him to, to where he is. Yeah. Um, you know, so... WWE has been Vince and Triple H, and Triple H really does seem to have taken, at least in, in words, a page from Vince's book. Triple H knows how to sweeten people up. Mm -hmm. um, he did this with Bruno, bringing him back uh, years ago. Warrior. Um, he has been very, very good at being kind of a lubricant, if you will. Well, if, anything, if he's learned anything from Vince is that uh, no grudge, or seemingly few grudges, are so deep that they can't be uh, worked out mm -hmm. if money is to be made. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, it, it's I, I I still think that it's it's something that could definitely happen. Um, and CM Punk definitely said never say never. Mm -hmm. So uh, so yeah, we'll see. I, I, he also I, wasn't biting his tongue though, criticizing the product. Say everything that's wrong now is what was wrong when I was there micromanaging. Yeah. Uh, telling everybody what to do. Yeah. That's didn't let performers go out there and perform. Yeah. He, I, I do kind of wonder if he's the kind of guy, though, that it, that would be interested in maybe trying to change the culture, as he says, from within. Uh, or at least, hey, if he keeps on showing up on backstage, I think that'd be fantastic. That might be a better way of, change, of changing things. Maybe, yeah. Um, David yeah. Arquette was there to do like a promo battle. Mm -hmm. uh, against Booker T, which was funny in its own right. I mean, David Arquette, he was all over the place, but he had some good bits. Uh, at the end of which, he was graded. Uh, CM Punk gave him an F minus. Ouch. And he said, 
uh, more so because he didn't go far enough. Mm. Like he brought up punks. Uh, it was all over the place. He was supposed to be uh, shooting on uh, Booker T, doing a promo on him, but he was just talking to everybody particularly. Yeah. Um, it was almost like, almost like David Arquette wasn't aware CM Punk was going to be there. It was like really <laughs> nervous about it. Yeah. Um, and then Arquette brought up Punk's uh, MMA career, mm-hmm. how he was 0-2. And Punk's like, hey, that's a matter of public record. I can't argue that. You should have railroaded me on that. Mm-hmm. Gone further. Um, uh, he was asked about uh, Seth Rollins, how Seth can get back on track. Stop tweeting. Delete your Twitter. Yeah. It's funny because this is all stuff that uh, this is all stuff that is just kind of obvious, you know. No. And and I'm and 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 I'm really glad that he has the open forum to to discuss this stuff. But you know, when you saw the Universal Title, okay, it's blue now. Is it revolutionary? No, they could be doing, and that's, that's basically said that he's like, you know, it's it's the same, like you said, same thing it was six years ago. It could be so much better, and some of this stuff feels like no brainers. And he's just bringing up the no brainer stuff. I know. I know the Corbin dog stuff is garbage. It is garbage. It is terrible. It is garbage. So he's just bringing up the stuff that's like basically no brainer. He's not. Yeah. He's not trying to deep dive into like you know, oh Vince is terrible and he needs to go away. He's not no. doing that no. stuff. He's just like, hey. This is the product. We all know that there are things that need to get better. It's gonna know. it's gonna be interesting to see, you know, after three or four more episodes when he gets more and more comfortable. Yeah. Like if he's just Yeah. Tearing everything apart. Uh of course Seth responded to Punk on Twitter, of course. Oh, I didn't I didn't see this, but what did he say? He said he called him a coward. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sentence that preceded the word coward, but essentially he just called him a coward. Yeah, okay. There's this great bit where they're uh, they talk oh, about that was good. the the shield yeah. debuting with Punk. And Punk has asked Renee, oh, who's your favorite member of the Shield? Yeah, because she said all those guys, and he's like, oh, all those guys, who's your favorite member? Yeah. And she and says, like, I like them all equally. I like them all equally. It was really cute. It was pretty funny. He yeah. has a really good rapport with Renee. Yeah. He seems to really like her. Yeah, and to close the show, he cut a promo on Tom Arnold. He still got he the gift for Gab, it. man. He still has it. He still got it. Oh, it's great. That was great. That's so great. It was a line, if I want if I want some, some poop, I'll scrape it off your tongue. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was good stuff. Wow. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. <clears throat> All right. We've got NXT tonight. We're not going to do a full preview. However, Triple H did do his customary pre-takeover conference call. Oh, we don't need to do a full preview just to preview a little bit. I'm uh, not doing. I just said we're not gonna do the full preview. Yeah, yeah, I know. I did. I just didn't notice any preview notes in here because we're not gonna do the full preview. 
Well, we're going to do, we can do a preview though. Like we can do our preview, not a full preview. All right. We just talk about what matches are on. All right. It was already a long show. I didn't, I didn't, it was. Hey, look, man, we're already past, we're, we're, we're past it. We're going to go 45 today. We're going to go longer than that. We're going to go well longer than that. That's why I didn't feel like the, the, the customary previews were not. Anyways, we're just wasting time here. Anyways, during the conference call, uh, AAA set the bar pretty high for tonight's NXT Go Home. Of course, we got uh, Dunn versus Priest versus Dane. Winner gets title shot at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Revival versus Undisputed Era. And that's been announced so far. Uh, Adam Cole versus Dijakovic in a ladder match to, for whoever gets advantage for War Games. See, there's your there preview. There you go. It's a good preview. It's um, a good thing. The game, this is from Fightful. I'm doing AEW, you want to? I don't remember what's announced for that. That's okay, I'll do it. Fightful is reporting that the game, during the conference call, said that there would be a lot of huge names people wouldn't expect to show up on tonight's NXT. He also added that one member of Team NXT will be announced the day of, I guess, Survivor Series. And Fightful notes that uh, Triple H added, quote, it will be epic and people will be excited. Who's going to be? Who's it going to be? God, I don't know. I just really hope it's not the loser locker room. That's gonna that would bum me out big time if they just sent the loser locker room over there. It can't be that. I think Seth is gonna show up, and I think Kevin Owens might show up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because somebody mentioned I forget who this was, but somebody had speculated in either a YouTube comments for a raw review. They're like, you know, who's gonna turn? It's gonna be Drew because nobody's paying attention to him. Man, he is not gonna. He's not gonna join NXT. He quantum leaped out of the main NXT segment yeah. from last night yeah, or from two nights that. ago. I still don't. I want to know how that thing, that whole thing, finished out. Yeah. Um, here's some other highlights from the call. He says uh, he's not interested in wrestling at Survivor Series. Of course, there have been rumors that have been pushed backstage for him to wrestle at Survivor Series. Uh, he doesn't want to do it. He wants to focus apparently on uh, 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 NXT talent and not himself. Am I tripping right now? Yeah, there's something there's any preview. Up. AEW doesn't even have a preview. Um, he said that split rosters will be more defined after the Sunday pay-per-view. Well, that makes sense. Which is great. That makes sense. Uh, he says Gargano is day-to-day with his neck issue, but there's no structural damage going on there. That's good. Uh, he notes that the build creatively for Survivor Series has been a collaborative process. Notes, quote, uh, is a Fightful's uh, quote here. Everyone's been on the same page of late anyway. Mm-hmm. So... I guess that's yeah, good. Yeah, there was there was one interesting thing. Somebody asked him, you know, I, I don't know what the exact question was, but he says, "We can't do, we we can't we, got, we can't do anything until Monday. We can't figure out Wednesday until Monday's done." Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, "Oh, contraire, Triple H. There is a thing called long term planning. You in fact can do Wednesday well before Monday happens." And related to this particular storyline, not really. <laughs> Why not? Because if something happens on Raw that runs completely contrary to what he may have planned on NXT. Oh, no, that's what I was talking about. If it's a real collaborative thing, you, in a collaborative spirit, plan out long term. Oh, it's not a real collaborative thing. It's what Vince <laughs> wants to do on the main <laughs> there, roster shows, and he there adjusts you accordingly. Go. There you that's the collaboration. What, that's what I'm talking about. I just thought it was funny that he said, well, we can't. And, yeah, you know, it's like, well, Vince is going to do what he can do. I just like that he's just basically admitting, yeah, there's no long term plan here. Vince is going to do what he does. Yeah, Vince will do. do what he does. Yeah. Uh, also, let's talk about Randall Orton. I'm gonna see if maybe AEW has a has a preview. Oh, there you go. Twitter. There you go. Um, he uh, we had heard rumors, reports that uh, he had expressed some uh, at least interest in hearing out what AEW had to offer. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so the question is, did he ever really consider leaving WWE before signing a new deal? Uh, he was on after the bell with Corey Graves. His answer is no. He said, this might be upsetting for some people, but I never really saw myself leaving WWE. To me, it was about getting to a point where I'm happy 
and what I'm doing to my body, the amount of time that I'm gone from my family. In the end, it's gonna, it's all gonna be worth it, and that's where I'm at right now. So I'm definitely happy being a WWE superstar. And you remember, you go back to the, uh, uh, I don't even call it controversy, the, the 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 stuff going on when Osprey and Ricochet had that, mm-hmm. that awesome match in New Japan. Yeah, that people were criticizing because there's too many flips, it was too choreographed, and he mm-hmm. seemed to fall squarely in the side of the Randy that is uh, too choreographed. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like he might be coming around to some things because um, he also talked about uh, he's been ingesting, taking in more wrestling. This is what he said, quote, I've been more so now than ever aware of other guys like Will Ospreay and other guys that work with Cody, and I'm watching a little more wrestling. I'm not in the WWE bubble as much as I've been for almost the last two decades and learning to appreciate other styles a little more instead of just quickly seeing something that isn't how I would do it or is it how I would sell it? And I'm realize, and I'm realizing it's, it's in its, and I'm realizing in its own way it's good. Mm-hmm, yeah. So confirmed, uh, Randy for uh, PWG Bola in about five years. Oh, that'd be terrific. That'd be something else. He probably looked the exact same too. Mm-hmm. Um, this was kind of interest, uh, interesting too, uh, reg- with regards to the Tony Khan Randy Orton Twitter uh, back and forth uh, from the other day. Fightful Select, which is a terrific yes, sub. go subscribe. Check it out on Patreon. Um, had a backstage reaction uh, to all that stuff. And uh, this was sort of the interesting bit because Tony Khan, of course, in his retort to Randy Orton, brought up that Randy had dropped the N-word on uh, a, a Twitch stream while gaming in a heated gaming moment. Um, this was interesting, though, because uh, it said... Um, WWE wrestlers that we reached out to were not surprised that Orton spoke up, meaning on Twitter to Tony Khan, and were told that in regards to his controversial game stream comments, he apologized privately to at least a few members of the roster back at the WWE SmackDown debut on Fox in LA. Uh, One wrestler said this, Randy didn't mean it and was sorry. Hulk meant it and was sorry he got caught. That's coming from one of the wrestlers on, uh, on WWE, from WWE to Fightful. Um, so I don't know. That was kind of interesting, you know, that he was like, Ooh, I messed up. Maybe I should go apologize to people say, Hey, I didn't mean this. It was a bad moment for me. Got to give credit to Randy for doing that. He, he's a big name. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to do that, but he did it. Well, he should do it. He, no, totally. He yeah. should. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of other people in his position might not. I'm just giving credit to Randy Orton. No, That's yeah, my yeah, point, yeah. He, you know? he did the right thing. Mm-hmm. He did the right thing. You know, who's doing the right thing also, man. The New Day. Oh, heck yeah, man. They're starting a podcast. Heck yeah. So this, this was uh, confirmed on After the Bell, too. We've been hearing for a while uh, talk of maybe a New Day podcast happening. It's happening. Called Feel the Power. Starting uh, December 2nd. Uh, there was a trailer that ran at the conclusion of After the Bell. And uh, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, and Big E stay at the show. consist of, quote, personal stories from inside and outside the ring and engaging in passion debate uh, about sports, video games, music, and more. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. That's going to be great. Yeah. I hope uh, they give Kofi some time to talk about shoes. I know he loves the sneakers. Mm-hmm. Want to hear that. Yeah. Oh, I love it. It's great. It's going to be outstanding. I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. I am super excited. I'll try to make time in my day for it. There's just too much, so much content. There man. really is a lot. There's a lot of content out there. Even just focus on WWE stuff is a lot. Speaking of which, uh, on later on today... On the Patreon, our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, we continue with my career mode. Oh, gosh. <laughs> WOE2K20, my career mode. 
Um, so yeah, if you want to check that out, it's on our Patreon. Well, it will be. It hasn't uploaded yet. I'm sorry, it will be. Yesterday, we did I just, I just a review of the Mandalorian episode two. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, I ha- this is from Cage Side Seats. Here is your AEW Dynamite preview. Oh, nice. Uh, of course, how could we forget Darby Allen versus John Moxley? That's going to be Hot great. Hot match. Hot match. Nick Jackson versus Phoenix. That's going to be great. Uh, Nick, pri- he on Twitter, Nick said that he hasn't done a singles match in like probably since TNA or something like that. Years, I think he said. Uh, also, Private Party versus XLAX. That's going to be great. Oh man, exquisite! There's that dynamite dozen battle royal for a ring. That I'm. I'll be honest with you. I'm looking forward. There's to got. It. It. I just want to know what the stipulation, what the thing is with the ring that makes it important, other than just being diamonds. It's a I guess. diamond ring. Do you have a diamond ring? No, I don't Wouldn't care. Wouldn't you love one? No, if I loved one, I would I would save up the money to buy one. You I don't care. You know the monetary I value? Even, I don't even wear any rings, and I'm married. Do you know what the... Oh, controversy. No, I just don't. It's a heavy ring. I'm just not used to it. Controversy. I know. Mine is kind of jank. Like, it's... And Lacey keeps on asking me if I want to replace it, but, like, my... Even though I'm an FPOS, this ring is too big for my finger. And you got the little and because sizer it's in there. like whatever titanium, you can't yeah. shrink it down. You can't size it. You yeah. can't size it. So I have a little sizer thing in here for my dainty little finger. So I put it on there, and uh, but I like it. It's a little bit of business. She's like, sure. She says, well, you know, just let me replace it. Let me replace. It. I'm like, this is the one that you gave me. Yeah. And it's got like a little inscription in there. I know. Mine's got an engraving on the yeah, inside. Yeah. From like the day ever, I would never get rid of this. I love this thing. But it's very light. It's not heavy. I, yeah. I noticed your yeah, yours mine, is very mine weighs like five pounds. Yeah, I told her like when we were going out ring shopping, I was like, man, I need something light. There's two problems with it. One, it's tungsten and it's super heavy, and yeah. also it's got grooves along like the the side of it mm-hmm. that are deep enough that when I wear it, it yeah. cuts into my fingers. Oh yeah. You know what I'm probably gonna end up doing? I'm gonna get a tattoo ring. Mm. Put that right there. Although I, I re- might. A lot of people will be like, oh, you're just jinxing your wedding, your marriage. I've been married to her for like freaking seven years now, man. Uh, I'll probably get one of those. I don't know what they call them. You can get them in like Dick's Sporting Goods. They're made of like rubber. People like mm. the ones that firefighters wear when they're out so they don't rip the skin off their fingers with their wedding ring. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's just totally lightweight. And just yeah. Wear it and, you know, maybe you notice it's there. There you go. The problem, like I, I, I don't have a problem wearing the ring. It's just this, it's an issue where I wear it and it's, it's, it's like my focus of my day. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I don't want it to be that. Yeah. Plus you want uh, people to think that you're single because no. you're shady as hell. No, I'm a snake, right? You're the biggest snake I know. Oh, Young Bucks, uh, sorry, Nick Jackson said, 1,627 days since I last wrestled a singles match. That's five, five years. years. Five years. Wow. So it would be 2014. Oh, that takes us back to... Uh, Generation uh, me? T- TNA days. Yeah, uh, also, Chris Jericho is promising some sort of uh, huge announcement. Probably, I'm guessing it's related to the Jericho Cruise. The Jericho Cruise, yeah. Do you think tonight's going to be the first time? I say no. Unless they do a really good job throughout the day of maybe dropping some hints as to who's going to show up on NXT. But because I think the main roster's kind of dropped the ball on Invasion stuff, yeah, I think that makes NXT a little less hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but people are saying, oh, is this going to be the night that NXT finally takes AEW? 250,000 is a lot of people. To, or 200,000 is a yeah, lot of ground to make I up. I don't really see it happening, but I think it'd be really cool if they closed the gap a little bit. I want to yeah. see, I want to see like... I want to see both brands do really good and be really strong. We have some uh, Discord questions here. Um, let's see here. Uh, hey, this right here. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. For what? Oh, Greg Morris. For what possible reason would the main roster care about brand supremacy? 
NXT can at least uh, NXT at least can want to be seen as equals or better. Yeah. Should there not be a prize to the winners like the 30 spot in the Rumble? Uh, yeah, I think there should be a prize for the winners. There Absolutely. Should there should be, and I agree, bro, uh, Raw and SmackDown shouldn't care. Mm-hmm. They're getting their paycheck. What do they care? Black Mega Man says, just tattoo her name on your neck, Steve. Yeah, dude. There you go. Lacey right here. Sarah. Yeah, you wouldn't regret that in the least, huh? <laughs> the fact that it's Lacey, no. The fact that it's on my neck, yes. That's what I mean. 100%. That's what I mean. If you got 100%. Lacey tattooed in basically any other part of your body. I think, honestly, like I love. Except from here up. I've always wanted, I know. I've always wanted to get like a full sleeve. And then like, I've always loved how it looks on the hand, but I just can't make that leap. It's just like when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a metal guy, but I couldn't make the leap. I can't. I'm, I'm destined to look. like Even Lacey says, like when, I'm, when we're about to go out on the town or whatever. I'll, you know, put on my standard go out on the town outfit and I'll say, how do I look? She's like, yeah, you look like an NPC. That's funny. <laughs> From GTA. That's funny. <laughs> I'm generic, generic model. Yeah. Josh Martinez, I keep my 2% API if I make 12 transactions a month. That's worth it, man. Oh, wow. 2% on That's a credit really card. really good. That's like a tenth of what a normal, like a normal credit card uh, interest rate is. That's, that's really, great. yeah, that's really good. Johan von Wolfhausen, do you think there is talent WB who keep re-signing, believing that they will have their big break once Vince departs from the company? Sure. Maybe. I think that there, yeah, I think that there's people who re-sign for all sorts of reasons, and that's probably, that's a legitimate one. Yeah. Uh, Joshua Martinez, he, he's tweeting a bunch of emojis. It's pretty funny. Uh, Victor Holland, speaking of hearing people out, are we just going to ignore Austin Idol's kayfabe cocktail? They aired it twice. So... The vibe I get from that is like it's like a it's it's a roofie thing, right? Oh. <laughs> I mean, that's how okay, I'll put it this way. If you take it to the extreme, that's how it could be taken. Yeah. Because he talks about it's kayfabe cocktail. It's like an, an aphrodisiac like me, Austin Idol. I'm a bit more lighthearted about that one. I don't really think it's it's like I don't. I'm not gonna go. I all mean, the, the way one, on the one, the uh, the 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 wrestler farm from last week, where essentially you're buying humans. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's but mm. you can extrapolate. But it's so silly. And the kayfabe cocktail, I think it's so silly. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. That I don't, I don't really think. That I guess I didn't notice. I didn't. I didn't notice the potential implications of kayfabe cocktail the first time I saw it because I thought it was just the presentation was so silly. Yeah, I, I know. But the, when I saw it, I was like, "Is he roofing his kayfabe cocktails? Is that the deal there?" But I don't. I don't really care. I think that's silly. It's silly. I mean, everybody's got their limit, I guess. But I think that's just silly. Uh, another emoji from Josh Martinez. Uh, Naheem Quadlebaum. You guys should do a convention with the others. 
You should do a convention. Friendo Fest. Let's do Friendo Fest. Friendo Fest. We can do it at the the Marriott in Rancho Cordova. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm down for that. No, we definitely have to do another. We got to figure out when our next convention is going to be. Uh, let's see here. Charvel Myers. Hey, guys. Been uh, gone for a minute. Postal life is crazy here. Take some of my money since my job gives it away for free around this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Charmel. Charvel. Hey, Charvel, dude. It's no joke. They literally can't take vacations in December. They're not allowed to because it's the mail volume is so heavy. Yeah, like yeah. my dad, they literally bring people out of retirement That's crazy. to do seasonal work. My dad had to stop. He was like, yeah, I can't do it anymore. Uh, Kelly 88, all the gross things going on. Can I just say Dustin was great and positive on dark. He really seems to be proud and enjoy and gets a kick out of seeing man. I, I echo that sentiment a hundred percent. I didn't watch all of dark last night, uh, but I watched a couple matches and then I had to go make dinner. Uh, but Dustin was, he's got such a pleasing, a pleasant, lovely voice. Yeah. I hope that they keep him on. Yeah. You know, he's terrific. More him on TV, the better. Uh, Michael Bullet, when Punk asked Renee who her favorite member was, he was Mother Grabbing Awesome. It was Mother Grabbing Awesome. Just like hot Carl Anderson. That was funny. <laughs> uh, Joshua Martinez, I miss Punk, one of my faves of all time. Yeah, man. It was good having him back. Me he too. Was, it was, it was Me quite too. entertaining. Uh, what did I leave off here? Uh, Brian, Brian Jankowski just saw the hardcore match with Omega. Worst match of 2019. There is no pop worthy of putting wrestlers in that danger. Brian, I would suggest staying away from the Tournament of Death. Yeah, then. don't watch CZW. Because product, I'll probably. be honest, like having seen, and I'm not, I am by no means like a deathmatch guy, or but it does it. There, there is an element of fascination there. There's a terrific uh, Vice documentary that you can find on the internet right now on YouTube um, about the CZW Tournament of Death, um, and it is fascinating. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Why, how these guys could do that. But you start to understand maybe the whys and the motivations mm -hmm. and the love that they have for it. Uh, and I, I, I get it from that standpoint. I can start to understand yeah. it. Yeah, and I guess one could hope that, especially Mox, who is experienced in these types of matches, will know. Granted, you can't uh, uh, make everything, make a match like this absolutely safe. This was nothing compared to the oh, CZW I know, I know, Tournament of I Death know, stuff. I know. Yeah. Um, that being said, that there's ways to approach things to maximize mm -hmm, the safety sure. of the yeah. competitors. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hope. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, like I said, Mox and Omega, they're both making a ton of money. Well, you said also, you, you had this perfectly right. You said during the match, Kenny Omega looked like a guy who was both in serious pain but having a serious amount of fun. And, you know, they just, that's, it's, it's, it's the mindset. They're really into that. Yeah. And cause like you can get barbed wire of various lengths. You can get the, the super long stuff and the really short stuff. Kenny Omega like truly does seem like an artist who appreciates mm -hmm. the craft. Mm -hmm. And this is just another version of the craft that he was interesting, that he was interested in exploring yeah. and exploring For me. Like the, in that match, the, the spots that seemed like they could do the most damage was the spots on the chain. You're suplexing someone on metal. On a pile of metal. On that's the got no most give. uneven yeah. pile and of metal. And that's got no give. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing based on the marks the barbed wire leaving, that was the really short stuff. Yeah. So while, yeah, you're going to get cut up, I don't think you're going to have a Sabu situation where right, your biceps right. to, to fall out. Yeah. Um, I thought, to me, with that match, I just really loved the creativity. Mm -hmm. When you had the, the, all, the, the, the moment that stood out to me most was the shout-out to Die Hard 
was uh, Mox yeah. having to crawl through glass mm-hmm. to grab the rope and get leverage. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so clever. Yeah. It was so creative. Was I good. loved it so much. That was good. Uh, Adrian C., I've been watching AEW live, then NXT. Not tonight. Adrian C. is going to watch NXT first tonight. I The first couple weeks, I was AEW live and then NXT. Now I'm back to NXT live, then AEW. I'm AEW first, man. Hey, you know what, dude? First on first my TV, first in my heart. That's great, man. I love that you're doing, that you're appreciating wrestling. <laughs> Everybody should just love everybody and love what you like. Just be cool. Just be cool. Just be cool. Don't be racist. Don't be racist. That's not being cool. It's the opposite of being cool. Yeah, man. Nick C says the next Cornette podcast will be hot. Man, imagine. What, I don't know what kind of takes he's going to kind of come up with, but it's going to probably be embarrassing for Jim Cornette. Yeah. Uh, Suplex Casey, you got my bread 11s a month early. That's awesome. Take some cash. What are bread 11s? So bread is the is the Jordan colorway that's black and red. Oh, okay. So they the I think in December, I think uh, next month they're doing the Jordan 11 also known as playoff. So bread 11s are black uh, uppers, black patent leather. Oh, uh, here's your dude. Uh oh, Former Simpson. Mr. Fomer Simpson. He's great. Um translucent red outsole. Is this is was that thumbnail? Was that the, the yeah, shoe? Yeah, yeah, that was a shoe. Uh, Jordan 11's pretty legendary uh, uh, silhouette. I saw a quick glimpse of it. It looked great. Uh, congratulations, Suplex Casey. Bobby Stevens, Private Party versus XLAX is a tribute to Matt Travis. Also, Kevin Owens to NXT confirmed. So apparently Bobby Stevens has an uh, uh, inside source. Unless it was announced or something. Wait, who's going where what? Uh, Owens to, uh, to NXT. Uh, Ryan Martin, thank you. Josh Martinez, thank you. What, what's the count now, Joshua? Yeah, what is he at? Do we, need to, to keep, do we need to keep being live? Uh, Brandon Ultreras just popping in to say hi, friendos. Hello, Brandon. Hi, friendos. Lord Chameleon says AEW needs a bring-your-own-weapon match like CZW fans bring the weapons from home. We've been to a bring-your-own-weapons match at a, a local promotion. Boy, that was Someone nice. brought a stick. Yeah. From a tree. Yeah. Like a branch. They had the smaller branches coming off of it. Mm-hmm. I don't recall if it was used, though. During the match. Yeah, I don't know. I don't recall. A lot of people are saying the stream is over. We haven't. We, in this, yeah, I went down. It's back up now. In this case, it is not our fault. It is YouTube. Yeah. I show no drop frame. So that's. Oh, my God. Jeffrey. Oh, Nguyen. Wow, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. He said, ever dated multiple women at once? Advice, please. I have not. Sadly, I have not. I have not. However, uh, my advice would be. Well, I don't know. I mean, look, man, as long as you're not promising anything that makes you a liar. You need to be transparent first and foremost. I mean, you don't have to like go on a date with somebody and, and tell them about what you're doing specifically. No, but you, you should be open to the fact that, that you're seeing other people. Yeah. Don't be like, hey, we're exclusive if you're not. Exactly. That's, you know, just. If all parties are cool with, with, with you know, you dating multiple people. And all then right. if you're like super clever about it, try to get them all in the same room at once and then let us know what that experience is like. Cause I've never been able to do that before. Get them all in the same room at the same time doing things. And, uh, and then you'll be like friendo Supreme at that point. You're like top friendo to, to pull that one off. Am I right? Right about that. Fist bump, please. Fist bump, fist bump on the menage a trois for Jeffrey Nguyen. Wow. You're poo pooing that. 
I mean, that's, you're just that's, waiting this one out. That's, that's his business, <laughs> not mine. Yeah, but wouldn't it be celebratory, right? I mean, for him, sure, sure. Hats off to Jeffrey if that's something he wants to accomplish and he manages to do so. I'm like that episode of Seinfeld. I can't. I could never. Uh, 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 that's like a full lifestyle. Oh, you got to dive into the fire sometimes, mm. man. Into the fire. Mm. Just the experience. Hand fist bump on the experience. No. Come, really? No, not with you. No. I know you. You couldn't do it either. No good. Oh, wow. DKC says, was in an open relationship. It doesn't work. That's different. That's different. That's coming to terms with the person that you're uh, exclusive with saying, hey, you go do you, I go do me, and then we'll, you know, we'll still be with each other. That that seems difficult. That's fraught. That's not That's easy. Fraught. I mean, yeah. did you ever watch, shoot, what was that show called? There's a show on H or Showtime about uh, polyamory. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, Big Love? No, it was a, it was a reality show. Oh yeah, man, no. that was awkward. That seems like it'd be really awkward. Really awkward. It's, it's pretty much the dude manipulating uh, multiple women into being cool with the arrangement that he wants to be in. Yeah, it was. There really was an awkward. interview. Uh, I think it was a Playboy interview with. Uh, I don't know the actor's name. He's like maybe the most annoying actor on the face of the planet, though. The lead character in Silicon Valley, and he's also in those. I think Verizon commercials. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay, he's like the real sort of awkward, nerdy guy in Silicon Valley. Was he the dude that was in Deadpool? May? Am I thinking of that guy? No, 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 oh, no, no. Right, that's TJ right. Miller. Okay, that's what I was no. thinking of. Okay, this guy, I forget his name, but he talked about how he is in an open relationship with his wife, or, or he has her go to like, I don't know, the threesomes or orgies or whatever, and the way he describes it, she is totally not into it, and he is the one basically forcing the issue. And I'm like, I'm reading this interview and I'm like, man, you just sound like kind of a piece of crap. Because she seems like you're admitting that she really doesn't seem to be into it. Where is it? And I'm like, really? You? You seem like the most annoying dude on the planet. Let's see. <laughs> where is this guy? Uh, actor. Uh, this guy. Thomas Middle Ditch. Oh. He's he's been in all sorts of those freaking phone commercials and stuff. Oh yeah, I'm like I just feel bad for his wife. Anyway, yeah, that's messed up. But you know, you get into what you get into. You want to date a freaking actor? Anyways, uh, so yeah, Jeff, be careful out there. Yes, be careful. Just be transparent. Yeah, be upfront. You don't want to end up like in a Dateline situation. No, that'd be terrible. No, it's shocking how many people are murdered enough for like a weekly freaking. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, right. It's, just, it's 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 predominantly just spouses killing their spouse. Mm-hmm. Like you'd think that would wouldn't happen with great See, Mike, regularity, but it happens enough they can do a weekly show about it. Michael Bullet says, uh, "How are orgies not awesome? That's t- they, they 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 do seem awesome if everybody is into it. If everybody's into it." If somebody's like really reluctant and is like, man, this isn't in my heart, and their husband is sort of just making them do it, that's not cool. That's not cool. That's not cool that at doesn't all. Seem cool. That's not cool at all. Yeah, as I'm just saying. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, thanks everybody for watching. <laughs> we appreciate on that note. You know, don't be don't be an episode of Dateline. Yeah. I've never known anybody who's been murdered as part of like a tryst. I don't, I've never known anybody who's been murdered. Full stop. Me neither. But like talking about Dateline exclusively, yeah. it's usually because of like messed up relationships. Like people just straight up murder. Yeah, it's funny that people don't consider divorce as an option. <laughs> and a lot of the times they do consider it and find murder to be morally or ethically uh, a superior uh, option. option. Yeah. Boggles They're the like, mind, man. the neighborhood will think that I'm terrible if I get a divorce. So I'll just murder instead. <laughs> 
but they'll be fine with it if I'm a murderer. Well, I think the idea is they won't find out. <laughs> but I mean, like if, if a spouse hey, dies, who's the first suspect every time? Hey, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, these days, it, it ain't like it was in the 80s. Do you know how many murders people got away with in the 80s? Watch an episode of Unsolved Mysteries on Pluto TV. They are up to date with their updates. And I swear to God, every murder that happened in the 80s, they never get updated. Nobody is ever found. Yeah. These days, with these things right here being everywhere, these cell phones, oh my God, you cannot get away with anything. Even if I wanted to murder somebody, I couldn't. And you shouldn't. You really shouldn't, unless you really want to know what it's like. Hey, Brandon Olcheres, he said that his uh, super chat got missed during the stream outage. So here you go. Just pop in and say hi. Thanks, Brandon. Well, hello, Brandon. Thank you so much. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie. And we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.